It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the Duke of Pipso studios in Turkey, North Carolina. I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now let the celebration of Pip's giving begin. All right. Well, this is really my favorite time of the year, Martin. Uh, and, you know, you and I have celebrated some really great Pip's givings together over the years. And, you know, um, I just, I think there's a lot for us to feel, you know, Pipso about. And um, I'm going to go ahead and, and actually... I'm going to read my haiku for you and all of our listeners, uh, sort of to to get the celebration going. Sounds great. Here we go. Donald J. Trump lost. We hereby claim your defeat. Orange, you ashamed. That's deep. Thanks. Um, If you mean that positively, thank you. I meant it how I meant it. Okay. Um, so I pulled a haiku out of my haiku machine, Uh huh. and this is how it goes. Okay. Florida progressive as sponge who means sponge and Florida. Man, boy, you just keep getting better and better at that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, I just, you know, I've updated the program a little bit. You We're on, use, you know, update 33 right now. Uh-huh. You use the uh, haiku generator machine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, nice. I think you might, I think, you know, you might need a tweak here and there, but it's getting really good. Um, let's go ahead and uh, let's shift gears here a little bit. And uh, let's talk about uh, some of our favorite Pips giving traditions. Um, so what I'm going to do, Martin, is uh, I'm going to read. We're going to have a lightning round, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask you some questions, and then I'm going to also participate. Um, what happens if I get the wrong answer? Um, well, you're not going to do that. Okay. I mean, it's Perfect. Pip's giving. Yeah. There is, yeah. you know, I mean, yes, you can get the wrong answer, but, I mean, you have to really you know, try to screw it up, which you don't usually, that's not usually your MO. No, I don't purposely try to lose, but. Right. Or screw things up. Yeah. Just, you know, don't want you to change the rules halfway through. Yeah, I won't. Like you always do. No, I won't do it this time. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? All right. I'm ready. Lightning round. Question one, dark meat or white meat? I'll just take the leg and then some white meat also. So both? But just just the whole leg, you just cut it off. You don't have to carve anything else. And then it's better if you can get one of those like John Madden turkeys that have multiple legs. Yeah. A That's tur- the best. For ducking? No, no. Oh, that like the, the duck inside. The, the NFL uh, Thursday Thanksgiving turkeys? Yeah, where they have like eight legs. Right. That's so, the best. So as you you can 
sympathize with me. When I was younger, I was an extremely picky eater. And so I, I was super sensitive to things that were burnt. And so in my head, I think when I was a kid, I decided that dark meat meant, you know, that it was overcooked or burnt somehow, which I know makes absolutely. That's how it gets darker. That's no. Well, okay. So anyway, um, so that's just, yes, that is how weird I am. Um, but dark meat actually really tastes better usually, but, you know, because of my um, food um, Asperger's syndrome, I, I only eat white meat. Okay, best side dish? Uh, none of them. Okay. You know, no one eats stuffing, like, except for Thanksgiving, so how good can it be? Well, so my favorite side dish is stuffing, and that's because it's just bread and sausage and maybe some, like, chicken broth. Um, or if you cook it inside the turkey, you know, turkey juices. Yeah, that's um, how you can get, like, food poisoning, too. You, yeah, you can Stuffing get, is great. You can get food poisoning from a lot of things. And so sausage and, and bread, yeah, I'm all over it. In fact, you know, yeah. All right. How about this? Here's another Pipsgiving classic. Best pizza topping. Pepperoni. Hundred percent. Okay, sausage, a hundred percent. That's okay. It's the second best answer. Like on Family Feud, no, it'd be number two. It's not. Maybe in other places. See, in Chicago, that's not true. I I promise you, sausage is more popular in Chicago than pepperoni. It's whereas, not. Whereas it's not everywhere else, popular pizza topping. That you said best. Okay, well, it, they're the same. I mean, when you said you were going to be the best, you know, um, musician, you really meant popular. I mean, come on, let's be honest. I meant best. All right. All right. Another Pipsgiving um, staple is beer. So uh, let's go ahead and, um, Martin, what's your favorite Pipsgiving beer? Uh, Miller Lite. Okay. Why? Just as a classic. Um, it stood the test of time. It's not going anywhere. You know, it's not trendy. You can be a hipster and drink it, but you don't have to be. No, you're not a hipster if you drink Miller Lite, okay? Um, but I, also... A hipster potentially could drink it. They'd probably drink like PBR because... Yeah, or hams. You know, They'd drink yeah. hams. Or like Labatt's or something or, um, bad. Um, no, Labatt is okay. What it's else would Canada. they drink? Oh, grain belt, they would drink that or um, Tecate, uh, yeah, or um, Schlitz, that's a major hipster beer. Oh, um, big time, um, yeah. So, my I'm gonna go, I, I, I do like Miller Lite a lot. I, I don't, so I, unlike you, I care about human rights. And because they're owned by the Nazi Coors family, um, I, you know, actually now, if I'm going to buy that kind of beer, you know, like dad beer, because I'm not a beer snob. Well, no, I am a beer snob, but I don't like IPAs. 
pick so away, I really, dude. I really just like like a good German lager or pilsner. And mm. but if I'm gonna get beer to drink, you know, from like like on Pipsgiving, how you drink beer from like nine in the morning until nine at night, I choose now Bush Light, also known as Bush Latte. Wow. Yeah, St. Louis is a real progressive city. I know. Yeah, you might as well be paying Ozzy Smith's Cardinals contract. Have you ever seen it written or next to the handle in a toilet in Chicago flush twice? That's a long way to St. Louis. No, but I believe that that is a thing. Yeah. In fact, is that where all the sewage goes? Well, when they re- when they reverse the flow of the Chicago River. Yes. Oh. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in St. It's good planning. Though. Yeah. In St. Louis, you know, they use it for the beer. And they're. That's what, that's why Bush Light is so great. Yeah. Well, it's get, it's, uh, gets you extra buzzed. All right. Let's go ahead and the, this is the last of the lightning round. Okay. What's the best song for Pip's Giving? The best song for Pip's Giving. Wow, that's pretty intense. Um, I'm going to go a little bit, you know, off the rails in this one. I'm going to go Ohio by Crosby, Stills, and Nash, only because it's a good song to, like, set the table for when you want to confront some of your relatives about being ultra-conservative. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that. Um, Mine is going to be Little Dealer Boy. Uh, by Willie Nelson and Stephen Colbert, uh, which is one of our favorite holiday um, things that we watch. Yeah, actually, that's a good call, too, because really, starting on Thanksgiving, that's the official start of the Christmas season. Pipsmas. We don't say Christmas anymore because Biden is president now, president-elect. I thought we agreed to be Chris Pips. Oh, okay. Okay. We didn't, but that's fine because you're putting me on the spot. All right. Well, good job, Martin. You uh, you got those all right, except for pepperoni. Um, so I guess now it's time for our hurrahs and huzzahs. Oh, I have a quick uh, Thanksgiving story. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So growing up, we often had a very large family Thanksgiving at my grandfather's house on the Miller side. Mm -hmm. And one of the big activities was all the men. um, You had to be at least seven to join in this seven years old. Okay. A seven Um, year old man. Yeah. Males, I think is what you mean. No men. Okay. Is that's what I said. Okay. Go ahead. They would uh, go up to, one of the bedrooms on the second floor that looked out into the backyard and we'd shoot guns either at like rabbits in the yard or squirrels or just like beer cans that we set up outside. Okay. Um, now if you were under 16, you weren't allowed to shoot the world war two German handgun. Uh huh. You were only allowed to shoot the 22 rifle. Okay. Because of safety. Right. Yeah, sure. Um, So that was a big thing. And then they had like a mini chalkboard by the side door when he walked in downstairs. 
And this was something my grandfather did regularly to protect his garden. Yeah. But he had a little scoreboard of how many critters he had killed. <laughs> and so if you, you know, if you got one, you got to put a mark up there on the scoreboard. So you shot guns at critters? I thought your family were like, uh, you know, I mean, where, where was this? Like rural Oklahoma or something? No, just like in Hinsdale. We, in, you shot you shot at animals in Hinsdale on Thanksgiving. We would tell the people or downstairs not. We would tell the people downstairs not to go outside. Oh, okay, all right, got it. Yeah. All so, right. it's how fine. long ago was was that? Like in the twenties or something? No, it was like in the eighties and the nineties, the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties. All right, when during the Reagan Bush years. Yeah, you could do whatever you, you wanted. Could do to, anything. Sure. Yeah. Um, plus, my grandfather was a former president of Hinsdale, so I'm pretty sure he had immunity. <laughs> okay. Right. Got it. That was Mad Dog Miller. Is that right? Correct. Nice. Correct. Uh, plenty of good stories about him for sure. Oh yeah. Which, uh, which I'm sure we can get to at some point. Um. Well, yeah. Thanks, Martin. I. Uh, that is really a, probably about the last thing I expected you to say because I just didn't expect that. But uh, I hope that my um, obnoxious questions, you know, made it clear that I that I enjoyed the story. Just a classic Pip's giving memory. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to I'd like to go ahead and and. Switch over to my Pips giving hurrah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think we've been waiting a while to to be able to say this and do do this hurrah. Uh, my hurrah is to the president elect and the vice president elect. Um, you know, you won. There was no question about it. Uh, in any other election, it would have been considered. You know, just well, that's a pretty clear win. Um, and I'm not going to get into all the ridiculousness. Uh, in fact, I just hope to, as soon as possible, one day, like a miracle, all the BS of the last four years will disappear. That's my, my hope. Um, but I'd like to give my, my hurrah out to uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And uh, I will say that when they did their uh, victory speeches, you know, um, first of all, I thought Kamala Harris looked great in her suit and was impressive and, uh, just commanded the stage, uh, in a, in a way that, you know, just seemed like someone who really was competent and capable and, uh, willing to go on the record and on and on things we expect of people we look up to. And when Biden ran out, I got choked up. I wasn't expecting that. It really wasn't. But I just thought, oh my God, it's like, you know, here they come, like they're they're here. Like the hostage, hostage crisis is over. There's the big plane that says United States of America on it coming to get us. So anyway, hurrah. Well said. Um... So my huzzah, it's somewhat related. My huzzah goes out to 
former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel, um, who has been in the news recently about getting a potential cabinet position in the Biden White House. Um, let's not forget he covered up the murder of a black teenager so that he could win re-election as mayor. Um, and this is exactly the kind of uh, appointment that will rile up people like my progressive friend in Florida who think that all politicians are the same, Democrat or Republican. Um, this is about the last person that Joe Biden should bring into his administration. Um, let's not forget that it's likely that the African-American vote is why Joe Biden is president. And it would be terribly short-sighted and just a big slap in the face to that population if Rahm Emanuel was given even a job as the White House dog catcher. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, Rambo has had his more than his fair share of time uh, making big decisions, and I agree that uh, it would send a terrible message. Uh, let's not forget this is a guy that used to literally give people a dead fish when he was the wrapped in newspaper when he was the chief of staff uh, for Bill Clinton, and uh, just a ridiculous, another person who behaves ridiculously, and I agree, does not have a place in our government anymore, hopefully. So right. uh, that's a good show, Martin. Uh, let's just remember that, uh, you know, it seemed like we would never get to episode 33, and maybe we won't, but if we do, it's coming. This is episode 25, uh, so, you know, I think it's 26, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. And uh, yeah, so now it's even that much closer. So if we know a very famous person or even a moderately famous person, get them on the show. Yeah. We'll interview them, whatever. Let us we're help looking you. For. Right. Yeah. Um, well, until next Tuesday, this is Martin. And this is Matt. Catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>